hello 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 it has been a while it has been a while or as elvis would say it has been a while you know in the comeback special but anyway um i wanted to do a podcast and i just couldn't think of a topic you like you know what i was like i'm gonna go back to what i did a year ago the elvis one a year and a bit i don't know how long it's been but it's something i'm passionate about something i want to talk about something that's fun so i thought i will talk about elvis and he's also becoming popular again because of the new baz lerman movie um which i've already talked about a little bit on this podcast but i do want to uh talk about my review of it the movie i saw it on thursday night and i did post something on youtube well i'm going to i'm currently sending the video to my from my camera to my phone but anyway that is what's happening but before i go i'm going to talk about the finding my thrill for the week and the heartbreak hotel for the week and they're also songs that elvis has sang anyway so finding my thrill for the week would be i started a new job i'm really enjoying it and also of course seeing the elvis movie after a long long wait um and then con would well my heartbreak hotel would be the fact that i got locked out of my apartment this week and had to pay for a locksmith and then i slept in the next day and it completely mucked up my routine so yeah but without further ado let's do this thing so at the beginning and also spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie i suggest you stop listening okay so legendary tom parker that's what it says at the start of the movie well that's what tom parker does it also depicts tom parker like in a really creepy way but that's who he was he was creepy um but it was just ill no i'm like you were a con man a con man and also the fact that his wife who's still alive was like "Mm, you know if you write anything bad about elvis oh sorry if you not Elvis, if you make my late husband to, you know, be a villain in this movie, I will sue. And you know what? I'm happy to say they didn't listen to her, but yeah. You can tell that he was a villain for sure. And because like, obviously Elvis died, you know, the typical rock star way, but you know, Tom Parker had a huge part in it. He was very manipulative. He was a con man. He only just, he pretty much bled Elvis dry, pretty much, just for his money. That's all he cared about, the money. And it just drives me bonkers that Elvis died early. And, uh, you know, Tom or whatever the heck his name is in real life died in the 90s. And they didn't, you know, resolve anything about his management until after Elvis died. And then he pretty much lost all his money on gambling anyway. So it just makes me so upset. 
Um, and it also wasn't anything, like, legit was nothing done about the colonel until, you know, after Elvis died. If I had done anything earlier, it would have been so much better. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, the gospel music was incorporated very well at the start and also the rhythm and blues as well which I really enjoyed just they did like a melody like a medley and it was really like it was really good really succinct and you could tell the different you know inspirations to why Elvis has his style um so yeah and then also I don't know what this comment is that I've written, so I'm going to skip past it. I want to say Austin looks so much like Elvis. Now, the thing is, whenever I watch, whenever I've watched a biopic about Elvis, it's really hard for me to not see the actor. Like, I mean, only a few people have played Elvis really well. Um, where I have actually, you know, they look like Elvis. They look really, you know, he's got one of the, but honestly no one will ever look like him properly. Um, but to the point, and even when I, I went to this Elvis festival in f- February and you could see all these impersonators and I'm like, no, nah, you don't look like him at all. But Austin did so well. Like, I would forget that he was not Elvis. So, yeah. Um, I loved that Big Mama Thornton was shown in the movie, that they got her recognition finally. Um, However, I do not like how they just started playing the modern song and just rapping over her singing. And I'm like once again she's been overshadowed but then again Doja Cat is you know you know um African-American and she's a woman and Big Mama Thornton probably at the time did not think that 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 would be possible so yeah um it was good to see the Memphis set because I've been to Memphis. I've also been to Vegas. I've been to his hotel suite in Vegas. I've been to, well, it's not called the International anymore. I can't remember what it's called on the top of my head right now, but it's not called that anymore. Um, but the sets looked really well, uh, looked really real i also like the fact that we could finally see what his bedroom looked like because when i went to graceland you're not allowed upstairs and his bedroom looked so cool that's all i'm gonna say um the girls screaming accurate i really wanted to be able to be an extra in this movie but it was in brisbane and you had to have an agent and all that other stuff and i was studying at uni when it just started to be filmed and then covid happened so but I would have done so well being an extra at this movie. Like, ugh. Also, a fact that I learned was I did not know that Hank Snow, um, 
his a lot of his songs were sung by Elvis, but I didn't know that they were Hank's songs. And when the movie came out and you could see Hank singing them or his son singing them, I'd be like, oh, that's an Elvis song, but not really, it's his song. Also, one thing I loved about being an Aussie is most of the actors are Aussie. Like the lady who played Gladius, Vernon, everybody is Australian and I really love that. And the guy who played Hank Snow's son, which I cannot remember who Hank Snow's son is called right now, which I'm very sorry, but um, I was like, you look familiar. He looks so familiar. And then I remembered he was in this Anzac film. So, yeah, which is a war film. Um, so I'm very proud of Australia for that. Um, now... I also loved how they played Elvis songs throughout the movie. That was really good. Um, I also didn't know that, you know, that Elvis, you know, cheated on his girlfriend during tour, his first girlfriend. I don't know if that's accurate, but I think, I assume that it would be. I don't know. But also the fact that he would be very strict on, you know, waiting till marriage and all that other things, which obviously changed as time went on but also things weren't accurate throughout this movie the fact that it show it depicts them on tour and someone on tour gives him drugs no way um i i did research and he only started taking drugs when he was in the war well, not the war, when he was in Germany, to help him stay awake. Um, so, yeah, that was not accurate. Also, what... I also... Also, he breaks up with his first girlfriend, and it says that the colonel does it, but I'm pretty sure they break up because he just can't have that he can't settle down anymore and get married but you know regardless Tom, what Tom Parker did was horrible horrible the fact that he'd be like it's unnecessary for a lawyer bit sus you know for things like that and he was manipulative because he gave Vernon a job as a business manor manager and gave him responsibility and put the fact that he went to jail over his head yet Tom Parker is a hypocrite because he was a fugitive in a different country. Like, ugh. It's like Elvis made a deal with the devil, pretty much. Another thing about it was the way that Tom Parker met Elvis in the movie is not real. It's not how he met him in real life. Um, He, in the movie... It's like Tom Parker is like a predator and like, you know, following him. I mean, he was a predator, but like following him, you know, at a carnival. That he was, you know, still working in the circus, which he wasn't. He was, you know, managing Hank Snow. And uh, that's what it says and how they met and that they were on a Ferris wheel and rah, rah, rah. 
That didn't happen. He actually was referred to someone on his tour and they met. I think that's what happened. They met privately, like they arranged a meeting and also Tom Parker went to Sam Phillips first about buying him off and all that other stuff. Also, when it says that Elvis wanted to fly and all that jazz, Elvis hated flying. Um, I loved how they set up Graceland. That was really good. Like, just loved how, loved to see how they set it up and how it looked originally. It was really well done. Um, I also loved how they used real videos of Elvis throughout the movie. I also forgot, I forgot, um, sorry, I got sidetracked. I wrote a note about that I forgot that, you know, that they forgot about the police watching Elvis during a performance. However, I went to the bathroom during then, so I don't know if that happened or not. So forget that comment. But I did love how they finally showed, like, Laddie's anger and also the son's anger because that's how they got their anger and how he got his anger. And I really loved this side of Gladys. Um, also, I just loved how they showed other iconic singers throughout the time. Now, I'm not sure um, if, I don't know, I need to do more research. But anyway, I really liked that they showed Little Richard, B.B. King, they had Fats Domino, they had, like I said, Big Mama Thornton before, Hank Snow, um, just so so fitting for the time and I really enjoyed that um also I know so much about Elvis so the fact that I went to the bathroom wasn't going to be that bad I knew I knew I knew his story but anyway Also, it was just crazy to think that during those times that Elvis was considered outlandish because if you think about today's, like, society and about sex and movies and etc., it's just so different. Like, everybody sings about sex these days. Everybody hardly, people hardly wear anything in these videos. So, yeah, it's just crazy that he could have been in prison for it. Um, I also forgot that he was in the army. I legit forgot about him being in the army. I always think of him like, you know, the start of his career, the comeback special, movies, his death, pretty much Vegas. But I always forget about the army. Um, yeah, and when I go, I want to go to Germany next year, so it'd be really cool to go see where he was stationed. Um... It broke my heart, the scene where Gladys dies. People were crying in the cinema. I also love that. I love that people who didn't know Elvis could actually, you know, learn about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and all those other things. Also, I think Austin's mother died the same age 
that Elvis's that Elvis was when his mother died so I think he could relate but it just it broke my heart that scene it really did um I love him and Priscilla Presley I just love that little scene but then again I just felt that the movie was rushed and it wasn't succinct I kind of wished it was like Bohemian Rhapsody where everything was in order and if you don't know Elvis as much as I do I honestly think people would have been so confused because it shows his childhood then it shows him as an adult then it shows him at high school then it shows him on this movie and rah 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 it was very confusing um but yeah um and then also just like the movie was three hours but it just it missed so many important things like you know it missed the affair he had with Anne margaret it missed um linda thompson and ginger was it smith i think those relationships um and so many other things which i know it's hard to do in a long movie about someone but i think those ones needed to be included um so yeah also his friends and family weren't shown much in it and like I don't know it that's why I think the fact that there was a tv series about Elvis made more sense because you could actually you know put everything in but then again like I said it would it was it would have been really hard to follow for someone who doesn't know anything about Elvis Um, I loved If I Can Dream. It just made me want to cry. Like, it just felt the same emotion that Elvis did. Like, Austin's mannerisms are so good. Like, the head bobbing that Elvis would do and the, you know, it's just so good. One thing that was inaccurate was Priscilla broke up with Elvis at Graceland. But that's not true. Elvis... Um, Priscilla actually met Elvis at his Vegas hotel and broke up with him in real life. Um, sorry, yeah, in real life, um, right before a show. And then they had a, it was, there was an argument and all that other stuff. And then, you know, Priscilla had an affair as well. And I think there was questions about that and all of that, all of that other stuff. Um. So, yeah, inaccurate. I got really angry with the Colonel as the movie went on. Also, he was still skinny at the end of the movie, which is weird. And he was only really, like, plump at the end. Like, they put, like, a a prosthetic, prosthetic suit on. I will say, though, that I could, I could not tell whether that was Austin or Elvis to be honest and then when they put um they played a film of Elvis's last performance and I'm like oh yeah that's Elvis and it made me cry it made me cry so much and um I stayed for the credits because I loved this I loved it so much and I just I stayed and I listened to the music and it was just so good they did a remix of In the Ghetto really good but anyway that was my review and I really hope you enjoyed it.
I enjoyed the movie. I really want to go watch it again where I don't have to write notes and I just have to enjoy. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to get my friends to go so that they can see why I love Elvis because, for the most part, it's a really good movie and um, it's a, it shows how well Elvis was, like, like how good he was, you know. Anyway, I'm going to stop this podcast here and I hope to see you next week.